your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. This is Locked On Blue Jackets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Jay Foster. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Today, we are going to be finishing up our conversation with Sarah Avampato about things going on around the league, uh, and we're going to spend some time being mean about the Buffalo Sabres, uh, because sometimes you just need to do that to feel better about your own team. Uh, Don't forget, tonight after the game, I will be going live on Locker Room to talk about the game, Uh, make sure you bring your best questions and your hottest takes, but I will get right into the episode. Like, we have a couple more assets to get rid of um, than than the Kings do. Like, David Savard is probably not going to finish out the season as a Blue Jacket. Um, Nick Foligno, apparently, the Leafs are very interested in. And over my dead body, first of all. Um, and second of all, no. Is is my answer to I mean, that's a, that's that. a valid answer. Um, no. <laughs> but I don't know that we trade our captain, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't we don't have a ton to get rid of, and people already like blow it up. How? What? Who right. do we get rid of? Right. Like all of our players are, un- like I think we have seven players that are older than I am. I'm 28, and we have seven players that are older than me. Who do we? Who do we get rid of? You know, like Seth Jones is a veteran on this team at this point, and he's like. 26 that's wild that's Um, wild i hate it it makes me feel ancient but like (laughs) like you know do we get rid of cam atkinson do we ship him off to somewhere you know despite the fact that he's one of the few like homegrown players Mm -hmm. that seems to want to stick around um do we get rid of Oliver Bjorkstrand, do we get rid of Patrick Laine, like try and flip him to kind of recoup some of the losses from Dubois, but just, I don't know. It is it is extremely infuriating and I feel like I don't even want a top five pick because we don't keep them. They leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's last, like if, if you're going three... to like, yeah, it's like if you're going to make trades like just for the sake of making trades like just what what are you planning towards like if you if you get these high prospects and these high draft picks and stuff like okay what's the what's the landscape going to look like in three years whenever he's ready to to be full-time in the nhl and is there actually going to be a team i mean look at buffalo like not to put salt in the wounds of, of buffalo or anything but um you know, they, they got Jack Eichel and they got Rasmus Stalin and they're like, these are guys that we build around. But did you really? Like, it's still just Jack Eichel trying to do everything himself. And then every year he gets injured, probably because um, he is trying you know, to carry the entire team on his back. Exactly. Yeah. 
so it, it's like if you um, if you don't have the supporting cast for the rest of your team for for your your young hotshots, like what what's it even going to make a difference? Yeah, like where do you where do you go from there? I I tweeted mm-hmm. about the after the four one loss to the Red Wings. Uh, in in fairness, two of those were empty netters, so mm-hmm. really it was a two one yeah. loss because um, I don't think empty netters should count. But um, so I tweeted about it and I was like, this friggin' team. And my friend's 14-year-old daughter was like, listen, at least you're not the savers. And I was like, okay, you're right. <laughs> because I didn't realize how bad the saves had been until I checked the standings. I knew they'd lost 18 in a row. Uh, I did not realize they only had six wins on the season. Oh, oh, I didn't know that part. I knew no, about the like- <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's rough. and like last night, uh, um, at least last night from when we're recording this, like the Sabers were poised to win. They were up three nothing, and I was actually messaging with a friend who was like, "Oh man, like Buffalo, like I knew it, like I knew the Buffalo was, you know, they they had to win eventually, like it had to happen." Um, and then he went off and did something else, and I went off and recorded a podcast, and then. I looked at my phone and I was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and then after the game, like they asked Rasmus Dahlin, like what happened? And he basically, he, his quote literally was like, we just had a panic attack. We didn't know what to do. Like they were up three, nothing. And they were like, what is this feeling? And then Honestly, they, like that's deeply know? relatable, but also just yeah. really sad. <laughs> yeah, right. But like, yeah, it's like they, they, they have taken the route of like, you know, we're rebuilding and we have this young hot player and we're going to build around him, but then they don't. And then now they end up in this, like, you know, not only are they approaching like, you know, a new record for, or they have like the longest playoff drought in the league, but now they're very, very close to setting a new record for consecutive losses. And I just, ouch, it's just brutal. So in, in 20, Coming up in just a minute, I've got more of my conversation with Sarah, but first I've got to tell you about Bet Online. We've been telling you about it for a couple of months now, betonline.ag. It is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. And the MLB is uh, in spring training, so pretty soon you can bet on that too, if that's what you want. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV the finale of RuPaul's Drag Race is coming up soon, so if you want to bet on who you think is going to win that, you could do that. Or if you want to place a bet on whether the Blue Jackets are ever going to win a game again, you can do that too. Uh, you've got real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the new scores and odds. It is the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. All you have to do is head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. If you use promo code LOCKEDON, you get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. I've also got to tell you about Built Bar. Built Bar is the best protein bar on the market. It is low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, tastes amazing, 100% chocolate on all their bars. And now it is time to find out which Built Bar is the champion. It is Built Bar Madness. Yes, March is over, but today it is the final. It is the championship. Today's matchup is Coconut Brownie Chunk versus Cookie Dough Chunk. It is a battle of the chunks. Uh, I am going to have to vote for Coconut Brownie Chunk in this. Again, we've been over this. Coconut is one of my favorite flavors. 
Uh, I am upset that Mint Brownie did not make it through, uh, but not quite as upset as uh, all of my colleagues here at Locked On about cookies and cream. So that's my vote. Uh, what is yours? Go to builtbar.com and at bar underscore built on Twitter to cast your vote. Remember, if you use promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your next order. Once again, that is LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Make sure you check back to see who won today's matchup and who is the best-tasting protein bar. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. That is Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y. 2014 to 2015, uh, I very briefly had like an independent podcast with a friend of mine, Aaron. And I feel like on that we were talking about, it was um, Jack Eichel had just been drafted um, and I was, and they'd signed, I think, was that the year they signed Ryan O'Reilly, like traded for Ryan O'Reilly and they traded, they signed a bunch of other guys. And I was Mm -hmm. like, what if the Sabres are good this season? And Aaron was like, nah. No, and I was like, but no. what if though? And I feel like I've been saying what if literally since yes. 2014, <laughs> you know? Yes. And Every like, year I'm like, like, what if they're good? Yeah. Like they picked up Jeff yeah. Skinner, and like, they picked up Eric Stahl, mm-hmm. they picked up Taylor Hall. Like I was like, what if, what if the Sabres well, yeah. are good this season? And, and then like, they have we, like a decent-ish been... start to the season, I think. Yeah. yeah. And, and then... they've done that a lot of like, yeah, we're, we're really great through like December. And then suddenly it's like, oh, Never mind. Like, and like we've been saying for years about like maybe this is the year that like the Carolina Hurricanes will be good. Only the difference is that the Carolina Hurricanes actually have become good now. It just took a lot of years of like pain to to get back there. And there was a couple years ago, I did like the East Coast road trip to kind of follow the Kings around as they were in 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 that chunk of the country. And I went to a Kings game in Buffalo. And the Kings at that point had some ridiculous statistic of they hadn't won in Buffalo in since like in like 20 years or something. It was something ridiculous of, of how long it had been since they had won a game in Buffalo. And I'm sitting there in the stands, like in, in my King's Jersey next to a family that's all Sabres fans. And uh, the Sabres are winning the game because the Kings had been miserable on that road trip. That was the same road trip where they like randomly traded Nick Shore in the middle of a game for Dion Phaneuf and, oh, and all that other yeah. garbage. Yeah. Every so often um, I remember that like Dion Phaneuf was yeah. a hot minute. Yeah, that, that like... happened. That happened. Um, but, but, you know, so the Kings not doing very well. I think that was the same year they traded like Tanner Pearson and, and all this stuff. And beginning and, of the end of, right. It was when they really yeah. started falling apart. And so I'm sitting there in Buffalo and I'm like, yeah, well, this is about what I expected. I think the Kings lost all the other games on that road trip for me. So like to that point, and I think Robin Leonard was in goal. And now of course that we know what we did know, what we know about his time in Buffalo and how he was struggling you know, with, with addiction issues and mental health. I, I don't want to like, you know, neg on Robin Leonard for his time there, but uh, the, the guy who's sitting next to me, who's a Sabres fan, is he's, he's like, don't worry. Like, there's still plenty of time. We're going <laughs> to blow this. And I was like, really? I've been watching the Kings all year, buddy. Like, he's like, we're, no, we're going to blow it. And guess what? They blew it. And the Kings won the game. Um, and I feel like that has just been the Buffalo Sabres experience for years yeah there's a real kind of solidarity in like two bad teams playing each other and being like listen you're gonna win and the other guy's like no you don't know this team and you're like no listen yeah Yeah. 
I know. Like someone has to win. <laughs> just a competition to see who can, who can be the worst team. Like it's just right, or who the, can like the disappoint real... the least. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even who can be the best team. It's who's the least bad. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I feel like that's like the approach that people had to this Flyers Sabres game that the Sabres blew because yeah. the it Flyers have been stoppable force meets a right. Like... Yeah, because the, the Flyers have just been super struggling. And even I, I had Danielle from the Flyers show on Locked on NHL at the beginning of the week. And she was like, I got a bad feeling about this, that about this game coming up. And, you know, I'm, I'm really worried that Buffalo is they, something has to give eventually and they have to win another game. Like they can't lose out the rest of the season. And she's like, I'm pretty sure they're going to do it against Philadelphia. And so as the Sabres were winning, I was like, oh, no, she she manifested this by accident. And then, you know, Buffalo did what they did. Yeah, but no, Buffalo, yeah. Buffalo's next win is going to be against like I don't know who's the, who, I've paid who, really little attention to the East this year. Yeah, like who's the best team? Because in there? we don't play anyone. Like no, I have no idea. How's how's Calgary doing? I don't know. Daryl <laughs> Sutter's there. That's yeah, about, he's he's like, doing Sutter things. But I have no concept of who's good in the East. I want to say Boston is probably up there. The Sabers are going to lose. It's the, Sorry. It's the Capitals, the Capitals, the Islanders, Pittsburgh, and then Boston. Those are your oh, top okay, four. yeah. The Sabres are going to beat like the Caps or the Isles, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. embarrassingly, and that's going to be how they break their losing streak because that's how hockey works. Yeah. Um, Would you like to know what what the uh, what Buffalo's goal differential is? Oh man, I I looked it up. I I looked at it this morning. It's like isn't it like twenty goals lower than the next bad team? It's, it's so they are at a negative fifty one, which is just for for the record. Tampa Bay and Colorado are both are both number one with a positive forty one. Uh, the next bad team is Ottawa with minus forty one. Um, your your bottom four: Detroit, Anaheim, Ottawa, and Buffalo are in. And but like Detroit is negative thirty six, and then the team above them is you guys, Columbus, at negative twenty six. Yeah, so there is like, like a huge drop off from Columbus to, the to these bottom, bottom four teams, yeah. and it's oh wow, wow. Yeah, I saw a tweet from someone. I think it might have been Steve Dangle actually, um, talking about how the Sabers in the Eichel year when they were actively trying to tank to get a chance at McDavid, they had I want to say sixty one points something like that, in, in the entire season. This season, they are on pace. If it was a full 82-game season, they're on pace for 41 points. Oh, wow. Isn't that even worse than, like, the really bad Colorado year that, like, set I think so. Records? Let me... Oh, man. Let me look oh, that that's... up real quick. Call me for just a minute. I've got the end of my conversation with Sarah, but first, I've got to tell you about rockauto.com. The ever-increasing number of makes and models of cars is basically impossible to stock all of the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why would you endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning, and then you have to wait while the counter orders the parts on his computer, he's choosing the brand that he wants to, the brand that his warehouse happens to carry, the brand that makes him the most money, basically. Uh, at home, you have computers, and those computers have access to rockauto.com. 
RockAuto.com is a family business that's been serving auto parts to customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They've got everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, uh, even like new carpet. If you can put it on or in your car or truck, then you can get it from RockAuto.com. Their catalogue is unique, it's super easy to navigate, you can quickly see all the parts available for your car, choose the brand, specifications and prices you prefer, and best of all, all those prices are reliably low, and they're the same if you're a professional or a do-it-yourselfer. Why would you spend twice as much for the same parts when you can go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck? Right locked on in there, how did you hear about this box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Be a waiver wire winner with daily fancy hockey advice from Locked On Fancy Hockey. Fancy hockey expert Scott Cullen gives you the tips, insight, and analysis for season-long Dynasty and DFS League. Follow the Locked On Fancy Hockey podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. That is Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Who was it that was trying to beat the goal differential record? Was that when? Was that the year Buffalo was really bad? Oh, no, it, it was oh, last it... year. It was either last year or the year before's Red Wings. It was like, oh, are we yeah. going to have... Are they going mm-hmm. to be that goal differential? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's painful. It does make me thankful for like, I, I feel like I said this on another podcast of like, you know, not as a religious person, but as a, a statement of, of the, the turn of phrase of like there, but for the grace of God go I. Like, <laughs> I, you know, like I, I, I appreciate my bad team much more when I spend a little bit of time looking at how dire situations are for, for some of these other teams. But I'm like, yeah, it very easily... Could have, the Kings very easily could have broken that way instead of, um, you know, being at a point where I'm like, okay, I actually have trust that, you know, are they going to win a Stanley Cup again in the near future? I don't know, but I, they're at least going to make it back to the playoffs, you know, yeah. in, in the near future. We and and you know, we hope, yeah. I mean, at this point, like, and also I think going back to the regular division alignments will, will help a lot. Um this year's just, you know, there's a lot more beatable teams when you're looking at, you know, Vancouver. And I mean, I, I still don't really understand what's happening in Calgary, but like, I, there's a, a much better path to the playoffs when you don't have to go through, you know, Colorado would be back in the, in the central, I think, you know, Minnesota's in the central, St. Louis is in the central, like, yeah, the, the, the landscape, yeah. The division is a lot weaker than, than the yeah. central or the, yeah. whatever, the west. Yeah. And we wouldn't have to play Vegas and Colorado like 8,000 times this season. Yeah. Like, that's not helping either. All right. So I looked it up. The Avalanche in their 82 games were 22, 40, sorry, 22, 56, and 4. They had 48 points. Oh, oh wow. The Sabres oh, are real bad. <laughs> that's, gosh. Uh, I also feel like, like going back to the, the regular division, being that every single goddamn game won't be a four point game. <laughs> Yes. Every single yes. game at the minute has like playoff implications. And I yeah. hate everything about that. Yeah. Uh, let me just play the Ducks twice a season. And right. I even miss like, I hate Jackets Kings games, obviously, because you know, as a part time <laughs> Kings fan, I'm like, what if they both win and everyone has right. a good time? But, right. Like, I miss not caring about the result of yes. every single game. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I was just talking about that with um, John Schick from Locked on Rangers. Um, we were, were talking about the trade that our teams made and then just sort of a general, like, what's happening in the world? And he asked me that question of like, you know, do you want, do you like the way that things are? Do you want them to go back to, to how they were? And I was like, 
you know, fr from a travel perspective, I'm sure the Kings actually love this of not having to jet the whole way across the country all the time. But like, yeah, I miss being able to watch a Kings Rangers game. And yes, I want the Kings to win, but ultimately like, oh, whatever, whatever. Like, or, you know, when I would watch the Kings in Pittsburgh, because as a Pittsburgh native, I still kind of root for them sometimes. And I would go to Kings uh, Penguins games when I would go home to, to see my family. And I'd be like, I just want everyone to have a nice time. Like, I don't care if it goes to overtime. Like, so what if we handed Pittsburgh a point? Whatever. Like, it doesn't matter. And now every game is like, oh God, like the end is coming. Yeah. <laughs> like, the end is nigh. <laughs> like, this is horrible. Yeah, it's it's extremely stressful um that being said if you're gonna like if you're gonna fall apart like this is not a terrible year to do it because the year is right. meaningless um yeah and i've forgotten what my lead was gonna be to the next point so <laughs> <laughs> so just you know real quick before we before we wrap up where can my lovely listeners find you uh, so I am on Twitter at right said Sarah. That's right W R I T W R I T E. Can't even spell it. And Sarah with an H. Uh, I am on there. Uh, you know, just sharing memes and occasional real thoughts on, on on the sports. Locked on Kings is on Twitter at locked on L A Kings. Uh, if you um, miss Jeff Carter, which is none of you, <laughs> it's me. I am the only. I am the it's only you, living it. Jeff Carter fan in Columbus. <laughs> it's you and that that's it but you can find me there uh if you want to boo jeff carter because he has occasionally been not so great this season so you can be like ha ha told you so um you can find locked on kings there uh locked on nhl is also of course available wherever you get your podcasts at locked on nhl pods on twitter uh and uh, go check out all the cool stuff happening across the network and you know just just come say hi come say hi i like i like things about the blue jackets the cannon terrifies me but you know, that's... that just makes it stronger. Like right, that's... <laughs> every time someone's like, I hate the cannon. I'm like, you, only... <laughs> you fools, you don't know what you're doing. It grows in power. <laughs> <laughs> that was what the, the, the all-star game was really good. Actually, the one in Columbus, because they had posters made up of like, quotes <laughs> that people had said about the cannon. So like, like guys that were there. So like Drew Doughty, they'd like taken a quote from him and put it on a poster and like put them amazing. up around the arena. Like amazing. <laughs> it was, it was really good. Um, I would like to request more cat pictures on your on your Twitter also because yes, yes. you have two very good, very terrible children. Yes, I will. I and and based on how the rest of the King season goes, there may be more cat pictures because I don't want to talk about the team. <laughs> <laughs> that is entirely valid. And that's all the time I have for today. Tomorrow I will be bringing you a breakdown of tonight's game. And I will also be talking to Armando Velez of Locked on Panthers about this weekend's upcoming game or set of games. Uh, if you would like to follow me on Twitter, I am at JayTheGoalie. Uh, I've talked about this a little bit already. I will be covering the Manchester Storm for the uh, EIHL's Elite Series, which starts on Saturday. If you want to see what kind of hockey we have on my side of the pond, then give me a follow and check it out there. Uh, you can follow this podcast at LO underscore bluejackets. Now, if you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. Uh, so until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on. <laughs>